put it in my mouth. <laughs> What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Queer Bait Podcast, where two queer chicks talk queer, queer shit. shit. I have given up on the <laughs> no cursing. I know. I don't care anymore. Anyways, I'm your host, Ainsley, and with me, as always, my partner in crime, Maureen. Thank you for that intro. <laughs> my partner in crime, Maureen. Yeah. Hello! <laughs> Yeah, the no, no. I have too many things in my life <laughs> where I I need to get it out. Okay, fair enough. I work at a grocery store. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And she works in like a really seedy grocery store. The grocery store, I guess, itself isn't seedy, but the part of town that it's in, seedy. Oh my lord, some of those people. Sometimes they're delightful, like old people that I just love, and they're just so nice. Mm-hmm. And then other times, they're, like, 30-year-olds on skateboards. <laughs> yeah. I just don't. Keeping it young. <laughs> I didn't even tell uh, the story about how that little rapper kid. Oh, my God. What's his name? Little, little, little Zon. Little Zon came into our store. And all the kids that work with me were like, oh, my God, do you know who that is? And I was like. No. <laughs> Do you know who the Power Rangers are? Like, <laughs> was just like, no. They all like ran outside to get pictures, and they're like, ah. I felt like the dad, where like all the girls are like, Dad, take our photo. Right? <laughs> What's that? The Taco Bell commercial with the Instagram boyfriend? No. Oh, who like does the heart signs with? Yeah, who like whose sole job is to take pictures for his like Instagram model yeah. girlfriend? <laughs> Love it. That's how I felt. My aspirations. Yeah. It was just, sometimes I feel so young there because majority of customers are relatively old. Yeah. And other times I just feel way too old to be there. <laughs> Especially because I'm a bag boy. So. I hate it when you call it that. Look, it's a courtesy clerk. No, it's definitely bag boy. Let's be honest. It's just your side hustle, as the kids say. <laughs> I guess. Maybe if the podcast was more fruitful. What? <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm just... I'm a... I can't do the no cussing thing. Been good. No soda still. The no soda has been going wonderfully for you. No soda 2019. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sad about it. She says as a tingle tear. <laughs> a single tear rolls down her face. She's like, I'm not sad about it. <laughs> I miss it. I've just been, like, eating my feelings about soda. Yeah, it's that's fine. a good call. It's fine. I don't think it's helped health-wise whatsoever. I think yeah. I just replace it with other terrible things. The mental anguish probably isn't worth it, but... I don't no. know. <laughs> I don't know. What are you going to do? I feel like you've been bad about your stuff, too. Yesterday I feasted. So, I mean, health-wise, like a very general health goal, not going that great. Because yesterday I ate two In-N-Out fries in one go, and whoo, and I had a donut for breakfast that morning. Which, like, somebody gave me a donut, you can't give Maureen a donut and expect her not to eat it. They are your, they're your soda, for sure. And my Hamarsha, oh my gosh. Yeah, you love them too much. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, I'm ruined. And cussing for you is, like, any given day you're good with it and then the next day you'll be bad with it so it's gotten 
better. I mean, you flipped a woman off in the car today. So she was really, I know, I don't like how I acted. I'm not a person who flips people off. I thought I was going to have to stop and get out. Like when she, she liked to give you some backstory. She's riding my butt. And admittedly, like I wasn't going very quickly. I drive a stick shift though, a really old stick shift truck. And I was trying to make it up a really steep hill. Mm -hmm. And it just, I was cruising. It just was a really slow effort. And she was riding my butt. And I was like, look, I can't go any faster. Like, I'm just, I'm at my... Physically, the car cannot go any faster. Like, physically, I'm kind of stuck at what I'm stuck at here. Like, feel free to go around if you want. But she was riding my butt. And then I waved my hands, like, so she could see me through my back windshield. And then she waved me over to the side. So I went to the side. I just flipped her off as she went by because I was really mad at her for riding my butt. And then... I went forward. Well, she like passed me, went forward, and then she pulled over to the side. And I was like, oh, man, she's going to want to fight me. Yeah. At which point I went in front of her, pulled over, like not near her, not to fight her, literally. I just pulled over because I was like, I'll just wait until she goes around. It was. I don't know. I kind of feel as though that that counts as cussing. I I don't know if I cussed. Honestly, I was so livid in that moment. You cussed a lot, actually. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think I dropped a few F-bombs. Like, what the bleep do you want from me? As I'm screaming it out the window. I just, I'm really sensitive about my old janky stick shift truck. So when people either, like, tailgate me on a hill when I'm going to slip a little bit backwards, I just, you know. Yeah. Anyways. So watch out. If you see a Ford Ranger from the 90s rolling on the street, don't get near them. They crazy. They me. It just sucked because I was like, dang it. I'm going to have to fight this woman. Yeah. I would have been like pulling out my non-existent earrings, screaming, hold me back, Hainsley, hold me back. But like, let's be honest, you could take somebody down. I guess. Oh, I believe it. I mean... I think you'd get out of the car, like, roll your eyes, be like, no, I don't feel like it. And then she'd come after me, and I'd be like, Ainsley! And then you'd be like, whatever, as you close the door and just sock her in the face. And then we leave her in the dust. Um, I mean, agree to disagree on that one, I guess. I'm a lovely person. Yeah. We could have disrupted the quiet neighborhood, though. <laughs> but yeah, so I think we're eh. I mean, you've been reading a lot. Yeah. Which was one of your goals. I have been reading a lot. What's up? Four books in one month. Well, three and a half so far. Yeah. I got like two days. Yeah. Anyways. So, I mean, we're both doing okay. 2019 <laughs> new queers resolution. <laughs> I think we're doing better than most. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, sticking to at least somewhat of your new year's resolutions i think is pretty good i mean like i said before nobody actually makes new year's resolutions to stick to them anyways Mm, i'm sticking yeah i'm sticking no soda 2019 you are sticking she miserable but she's sticking yeah but i'm miserable about a lot of things that's fair (laughs) okay so what are we talking about today i don't know man i've given up (laughs) yes Without soda in my life, there's nothing to live for. Well, remember to subscribe. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine? (laughs) No, um, I think we wanted to kind of talk about family. Yeah. Specifically, queer life within the family. Mm -hmm. 
Well, I kind of got this idea because I was watching a TV show and, like, whenever a teenage person, kid, comes out in TV shows, the mom or dad is always, they say something along the lines of, oh, well, you have to give me time to adjust. I saw your life being a certain way. Uh-huh. And it's not turning out that way. And it just kind of bugs me because I saw myself out of school at 24. <laughs> I'm not. But I don't think it's like this travesty to my mother. I don't think my mom's like, oh, my baby isn't out of school. I need time to adjust to that. I think my mom's actually much more distraught that I am still working part-time in retail than that I'm queer you know like I think for her expectations (laughs) probably the retail part should have gone a little higher I just feel like there's so many other things that parents can be afraid of for their children yeah than the gay thing like drugs drugs but not even anything that scary lame corporate jobs yeah or even um what if your hair came out a different color than what your parents expected oh man you know what i mean yeah my parents expected me to have blonde hair and blue eyes which Mm -hmm. i did and then i got older and my hair turned blonde and i remember my parents being so upset oh my god (laughs) but then when i came out as gay they were just like yeah cool but your hair but can we dye it now (laughs) your hair is ruined that was like i think my mom was more upset with me getting a pixie cut oh yeah i've told ainsley about this like my first time getting a pixie cut which i do every two to three years yeah my first time was in high school i was like 15 16 i told my mom it was a bowl cut not a pixie cut up (laughs) i had really long hair and it was very nice and luxurious but i knew that i wanted a pixie cut and i told my mom that i was going to go get a pixie cut and she was like oh great and apparently she thought that a pixie cut was to your shoulders (laughs) boy was she in for a surprise poor mama boy was she upset (laughs) and she was really upset like in tears what have you done to your hair kind of this isn't what i thought your life would (laughs) be And she wasn't upset because it looked gay because at that point wasn't really, you know, yeah. she was probably in denial if she had any inkling, but like, man. And then when she found out I was gay, she was just like, oh, okay. Whatever. Right? Nothing changes As in long your as life. you keep your long hair, Maureen. She's like, <laughs> as long as you don't do that pixie cut crap again. Yeah, I just believe there's 101 things that parents should be upset about with their children. And the gay thing is just not one (laughs) at all. (laughs) I imagined your life to be so different. Your life is going to be the same regardless of who you date. It's kind of one of those things where why aren't your parents upset that you're dating a certain person? Why does it, why are they only upset that you're dating a certain gender? Yeah. You know, I'm going to be much more upset at my child for bringing home someone I'm not fond of than I am. Mm-hmm. irregardless of gender i feel like a lot of it is the uncertainty as far as grandkids you know <laughs> like i'm gonna be honest i think a lot of that worry from parents stems from like 
am I still going to have grandchildren? Oh, God. Because I screwed these kids up so far so well. (laughs) And I need a redo, and I need to make sure that I get that so that God sees how good I am. (laughs) You know, like, I feel like that's a lot of it. Yeah. So I think if we have any advice to parents in general, irregardless of sexuality, don't, like, be chill. (laughs) Be chill, honey bunny, be chill. Yeah, it's just kind of... Obviously, you want what's best for your children. That's the whole point of having children is to Uh give them things and to make sure that they follow a path that makes them happy. But in doing so, I think the biggest thing about being a parent is being able to go with the flow. And I think we don't talk about that a lot. The that's go not with the flow. Yeah, that's not something that's in baby books. There's going to be a lot of things that happen that you didn't think would ever happen. And instead of being mean or upset, just kind of chill with it. Hmm. Just be okay with it. I don't think my life is really any different from a straight life. No, God, like, honestly, no. I just, I don't think I would have been any more or less accomplished. I, I think I'd be <laughs> chilling at this same spot. Definitely. With my straight co-host, <laughs> Andy, Andy Anderson, <laughs> Andrew. But yeah, pretty sure it would have turned out exactly the same. And like, that's the only thing. Like, I think the only difference is like, how you going to have babies, you know? Yeah. Which, newsflash, gay people can have babies. What? I know. What? Somebody tell my mother. I know. Everybody calm down. Gay people can be married. For the most part. Some countries now, sadly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but gay people can, in fact, have the babies. Rockin'. <laughs> but for us, what do you think changed in your family dynamic when you came out? My family dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That was terrible, but entertaining. Um, literally nothing, honestly. I think maybe... I got the question. No, I don't even think. My parents have four kids in total together. Well, I mean, you know, overall, there are Mm -hmm. four siblings that are in this family. Nobody's really having kids, it seems. No. (laughs) And yet still, like, I was even, I think, the only one who's ever really expressed an interest in having kids. And my mother still didn't ask me, like, oh, you still going to have kids? Because they don't care, honestly. They're just like, "Mm, we like grandchildren, but we also like vacations (laughs) without children, you know. Well, I think for your mom, she doesn't care. Because being honest, I don't think your mom likes babies or children. She doesn't dislike them. No, 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 exactly. She doesn't dislike them, but it's not a lot. She doesn't have, like, a giant grand maternal instinct. Yeah, definitely not. Your dad definitely wants grandbabies for sizzle. You know, like, here's the deal, though, and, like, I've talked about my extended family. There will always be tiny humans. Yeah. And I feel like my dad is okay. I think he would like grandchildren, but I don't think he would be that like, oh, you're not having grandkids or like, I'm not going to get, you know, I think he's like, oh, I'll just go to a Nevin's family reunion and And play with some babies. (laughs) And everybody just hands the babies off to my father because he's like a weird baby master. So I mean, my real intent, if I did have kids would be to have them give them to him until they're two and then take them back. Yeah. You know, 
perfectly trained to drink. <laughs> right? <laughs> They've already got a love for you're, beer in them. Yeah, you're going to have beer babies. He's like, I mix the bottle with beer and perfect. <laughs> you're supposed to use water with formula? Man, I was using beer with the formula. Yeah, so I don't think the babies thing threw off the family structure at all for you. But don't you feel like things changed? God, honestly, I don't. I mean, I gosh, I no. Stop spitting on me. I'm sorry. As is <laughs> Every I, time she says gosh, it's just gosh, like, spit straight to my face. I'm really trying to think about it, but like no. And I think more so that it changed maybe when I bring people home. Mm-hmm. But just the knowledge that I'm, you know, gay or queer for my parents isn't like a changing thing in and of itself. I think just when I bring people home, it's like, oh, okay, how do we treat this person? Yeah. I think they are a little weird on that. You know, like even just bringing you home to meet <laughs> them. Like, like ah. Your this, parents were great with me. This is Ainsley. She chill. What's up? <laughs> Pretty sure that's exactly what I said. And my father just, like, gave you three beers and called it a night. Yeah. Know? I do feel like my father gets more enjoyment out of not men, you know? <laughs> yeah, he really does. Like, <laughs> when I used to bring boys home, he'd walk away from the dinner table mid-dinner. Yeah. Because he didn't want to talk to them. <laughs> and I swear, I mean, they were little butt cakes. Like, yeah. Those boys were awful. But still... You know, so I think, I think he gets along better with women in general. That sounds weird because my dad is like a big man's guy, you know, but as long as anybody can drink, they're pretty cool with him. Yeah, I don't know what it is about your dad, but he definitely likes you dating females for sure. I don't Mm -hmm. know why. Maybe it's because no oopsie pregnancies. Right. He doesn't have to worry about a boy breaking your heart. (laughs) Maybe that's just like the paternal kind of instinct he has. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he's he's a little standoffish to men that come around. Yeah. But the women that come around, he's just like, oh, hey, cool. Nice seeing you. Bye now. I think it's also (laughs) a specific type of woman. Like I've never Mm -hmm. brought like a very... I don't know, I've never brought somebody super similar and, like, feminine like myself, Mm -hmm. and I think that that might throw him off a little bit, because he's like, oh, man, I've already got my daughter for that, like, (laughs) that crap with her Barbies, you know, so I feel like he likes the juxtaposition. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I mean, with a less femme female, he gets the benefits of both worlds. He doesn't have to worry about the stupid boy crap. But then he gets the good boy crap. Yeah, like he loves hanging out with you because you'll talk drills with him. Yeah. You know? I don't really know what he's saying. But I just go, yeah, what would you use that for? <laughs> right. <laughs> or you talk about your truck and he's like, yeah, I got a truck too. Have you seen it? And you're like, every time. Every time. Thank you. <laughs> he's like, what's yeah. your engine? Like a v, V20? <laughs> you're like, nope, that's not how it works. He's delightful. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think about your mom? Do you think there was a difference between how she treated the females or males in your life? Um, gosh, no, nothing that I can think of. She's just If weird. you say gosh and spit on me one more time, I'm gonna lose it. I don't like you right now. <laughs> no, I don't think, I think she acts the same around everybody, mm-hmm. which is a little bit iffy for everybody. Yeah. You know? She's a tough nut to crack. She's definitely got a way about her, like a very proper but 
I'm sorry. Know. This is her world and we all live in it. Yeah. That's how much. she acts. So I think when a significant other comes around, it's difficult to find the place that they fit into and to yeah. her reality. And I think she has a very specific role that she expects a significant other to fill for me. Specific, mm-hmm. You know, just because she's known me my whole life. So I think she's like, oh, I know what Maureen needs. This is what Maureen needs. What, this, what does Maureen need? I don't know, honestly. <laughs> but, like, I think in her head, she's like, this time that I meet you is an interview to see a nice interview. But I think she's just like, I'm going to see if this is what Maureen needs. Yeah. You know? Like, I think she has a very... And I, I don't think she displays it, but I think she's really critical, you know? I think she looks and listens. <laughs> she displays it, let right? me tell you. She's like, oh, you work at a car wash? No. <laughs> she's like, oh, okay, you work at a car wash, so what are you going to be doing in six months? Because it's not going to be a car wash with my daughter, you know? Yeah. So I think she Agreed. has expectations, which is so sweet for me. Yeah. <laughs> and I appreciate that. Yeah. Not sweet for anybody else. So you have three older siblings, mm-hmm. two of which aren't around ever because they're older. They got families. Yeah. They got stuff to do. But you have an older brother who lives here uh-huh. and who's with us all the time and who you're very, very close with. Yeah. Do you think it affected him at all? Yes. And I will say because I remember. He's jealous. Just right. <laughs> I remember being, I want to say I was like 15 and Matthew and I were in the car And we were talking about, like, bisexuality. And this was back when I knew I wasn't straight. I was queer of some sort. I wasn't really ready to say anything about it Mm -hmm. unless somebody else brought it. Like, I would have if my mother asked, like, oh, are you gay? I would have been like, I think so of some sort. You know, but, like, nobody asks those questions because they don't really want to hear the answers yet. No. Um, And... The brother and I were hanging out in the car driving somewhere. And we were talking about bisexuality. And he said that he felt like bisexuals didn't exist. Ah! Like, that's not a real thing. Yeah. You know, which was like... Too bad he is one. (laughs) Burn. It was the time. Like, I get Mm -hmm. it. It was still where, like, queer was becoming more of a thing, but not completely a thing. You know, and people just still had those opinions about it. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, shut my trap. (laughs) And I just, like... I don't know, which is kind of a shame because I feel like if he had been nicer about it, I would have been like, oh, yeah, I like girls, too. Like, I I feel bisexuality, you know? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so I don't know how it was for him to swallow because I had definitely dated guys before I ever brought a girl home, you know, and before I told him I was, like, queer of any sort. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I think it was – I've never really asked him about it because I don't really care, <laughs> like – damn he done got over it if he had any qualms you know and like (laughs) he loves me regardless i know Mm -hmm. that he is definitely one person on this earth who does not give a crud as long as you know i have he doesn't have to beat anybody up right pretty much like as long as i'm not dating a total poop for brains Mm -hmm. i think he's a happy camper yeah Um, it's funny because parents have such expectations for their children and the people their children date siblings seem to not give a crap i I don't know siblings are more realistic yeah especially because they're like maybe not with my older siblings because they're so much older than me but especially with this sibling i feel like they're closer in age so they understand that regardless of what they or anybody else says about your significant other you're still gonna date them probably 
That's true. You know, unless my whole family came together and was like, Maureen, we do not like this person and we will stop acknowledging this person if you consider, you know, like if you continue to date him. Otherwise, like that is the only thing. It would be an intervention <laughs> that would stop that. <laughs> you know, so I feel like siblings have this realistic idea of like, oh, I know you need this, but I know that you're not ready for it. Mm. You know? Yeah. If that makes any sense. I guess. I don't know, because I'm in the same boat as you, that I have an older brother with about the same age gap uh-huh. as you and your brother. And when it comes to dating, my brother was very the same way as your brother. Uh-huh. As in, I'm going to talk about girls and my dating life all the time and never ask you a question about yours. But then when I do bring it up, they're just like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> you know, my brother is very much like cool i don't want to listen to you talk oh man my brother heard a lot about my dating life let me tell you my brother probably learned way more than he ever wanted to know about my dating life that's terrifying yeah oh god you know i got no boundaries here yeah but that's you he was like a cover his ears kind of guy like he'd be like sitting in my bedroom chilling as i'm complaining about dating and stuff and then he's like nope it's gone too far and i'm like no it hasn't shut up and listen like Yeah. That poor kid. We've backed off. Well, or rather, I have backed off telling him so much as I Because I tell you every time, every time you go too far, I'm like, what are you doing? Don't. He's your brother. He doesn't want to hear that. He doesn't want to know when I last pooped, but he's going to hear it. (laughs) Let me tell you. And that's what siblings are for. No. (laughs) (laughs) My brother and I are not like that. We don't talk about things like that, but we enjoy all the same activities and movies and stuff so that's all we talk about but my brother's a talker he has lots of opinions so is your brother they're both i don't know if it's just a boy thing but they have their opinions and the things they want to talk about and they're going to do that yeah (laughs) there's no way around it so i don't know um yeah definitely in my life the queer thing wasn't even it's not even mentioned was just breezed on by it was kind of like yeah okay <laughs> like copycat <laughs> like who gives an f who you date i don't <laughs> care at all why are you in my house cook me dinner <laughs> my mom is more concerned with being um fed <laughs> yeah being fed than what's going on in my life <laughs> she'll just text me she's like hey how's it going and i'll be like oh well this thing and she's like cool sweet <laughs> no matter what I she's say. She's like, great, what's for dinner? I know, she does manage to ignore your text. And she just types back, awesome. You're like, oh, oh yeah, it was a good day, but my cat died and that was awful. And then I went to the park and she's like, wow, the park sounds great. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, the gay thing just didn't uh, affect that dynamic at all. I think it was like mentioned once. I was like, hey. I'm dating this girl. All right. Get out of my room now. <laughs> it's side fill time. <laughs> side fill. <laughs> time for Frasier. <laughs> Bye-bye. Isn't that so special? And the same with my brother. I think we were just like sitting in the car and I mentioned who I was dating because he, he knew the person. And he's like, ugh, you're better than that. And that was oh my God. the whole conversation. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> Oh, but what I like 
which I don't think it really relates to queer life, but I think just having brothers with sisters, I always kind of like your ideas about that. Mm-hmm. Just having, like, other opposite gender siblings, you mean? Yeah, I think it's almost a requirement. Oh, yeah. I'm big on it. Like, I really, we have a balance, you know, two boys, two girls. The first boy and the girl are close together. Well, meh. You know, they're closer together in age, if nothing else. Yeah. (laughs) And then the bottom two siblings, me and my brother, are close in age, but also closer than he would like for (laughs) us to be. And I just, like, it has helped me so immensely. It's just nice to have a boy opinion. Not that boy opinions should differ all that much from girls, but God do they. They do, for sure. You know, and he always just had, like, good advice as far as, this sounds dumb, but, like, when I was younger and dating boys... He just had good advice. Not mm-hmm. good fashion advice. He tried to dress me up like a skater kid when I went to middle school. <laughs> I love him. He told me all about how cool I would be if I wore Volcom, if anybody remembers Volcom. <laughs> and so I showed up to sixth grade wearing all Volcom. And my friends all wore Hollister <laughs> and like neon. And yeah, let me tell you. He tried to put me in like cargo shorts and a Volcom shirt. And anyways. Sounds about right. Not to segue. <laughs> too far away but anyways it was awful and he has no smarts in that arena but i don't know i just think they're valuable yeah i think young girls need brothers in their life Mm -hmm. because they annoy the crap out of girls boys and girls just annoy the crap out of each other and i'm not one to be saying there's gender roles and boys act this way and girls act this way But boy, do they. (laughs) Sometimes it just happens. And I think you need to see males growing up. And I think males need to see females growing up. I think it just makes you a better person. I I think think I understand men a lot more than I would have if I Mm -hmm. didn't have my brother in my life. I think I gave my brother so much more understanding of females. I sent him out to buy tampons once. This was, like, when I was 16, and I'm crying in the bathroom, and I'm, you know, just a mess, and I'm like, go get me tampons now, (laughs) and he does it, and he gets cardboard tampons, and, like, now, that's cool, 16-year-old Maureen pitched a fit. I was like, what the heck do you think I'm sticking up there? Like, (laughs) I was like, do you think you'd stick a piece of cardboard up your butthole? (laughs) You know, and I just like, he is so lucky to have me as I barked orders at him through the bathroom door. I think just having a brother made me tougher and less sensitive. And I think him having me did the opposite, made him more soft Uh and a little bit more understanding of things. And going with the period thing, how many adult men do we have in our lives that didn't have sisters who are petrified of the word period or anything relating to? My favorite manager, who we've spoken about before, one of five boys, Mm -hmm. you cannot even mention a period around him. You can't mention period. You can't mention cramps. cramps. You can't be like, oh, I'm not feeling good. Mind you, he he has a wife and a daughter. Yeah, but the baby's young. Yes. Oh, yeah. She's young. But just, like, his wife gave birth to a tiny human. Yeah. But yet, if you're like, oh, you know, I'll be like, oh, manager, I just need to run to the back for a minute. And he's like, oh, why? I'm like, oh, I just need to go get some ibuprofen. He's like, oh, you got a headache? I'm like, I got cramps. He's like, oh, no, no. Get away from me. Yeah. Like, it's contagious. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, stop, stop. I don't want to hear. I'm like, 
you are in your 30s with a spouse. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you can't be like this. And I think it's because he just had boys in his life. I think it just happens so often that boys get coddled by their mom a little bit. But if they have a sister that annoys the crap out of them, they're better people. Yeah. I think men that have had sisters, I'm not going to say are better men because the manager you love is amazing. But I think he but could But that's be annoying. <laughs> but that's pretty annoying. He doesn't understand women. Yeah. At all, even though he's married to one. Yeah. Which is just odd. He's definitely... Yeah. He's a, a great man. person, but he's a man. Yeah. Like, definitive. He's like man. one of those, like, oh, I, I like women, but I'm not a feminist. You know? Like, You're like, you have a daughter. <laughs> Absolutely, you should be a feminist. Like, this shouldn't be yeah. a question. You know. So, and I have that feeling about a lot of men that we meet. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that sisters fix that problem altogether. But I think it helps significantly. I think it puts it into perspective. Like, mm-hmm. I used to tell my brother, like, I would go running in the nights because, you know, I was dumb and a teenager and I just like to jog at night. And I can't remember we were talking about it once and he's like, oh, yeah, I got scared that somebody was chasing me once. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm always scared that somebody's chasing me. Like, I see people and I run faster. Constant fear. You know, and it's just like a lot of little micro things that I mm-hmm. think built my brother into like a oh, she has a somewhat tougher life because she's a female and she has Mm -hmm. a lot more things to fear than I do. You know, like, Matthew is afraid of a homeless man. Mm -hmm. I'm afraid of every man and woman. You know, it's just like if I see a body in the park, just any person walking, Mm -hmm. I'm going to run. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. small child. I feel that way. Also, it was kind of nice having an older brother, I feel, because they got the boy role that they were supposed to of I'm the older sibling, I'm the boy, I'm supposed to protect the girl of the family. Mm-hmm. And even though both of our brothers came out relatively sensitive on the scope of maleness mm-hmm. and not really fighters <laughs> at <No>. all, <laughs> they're still very protective mm-hmm. of us. And I think that kind of proves that you can be a manly man because mm-hmm. your brother's very manly. He's yeah, tall, he's, he's got, got a, a beard. huge beard, he's very outdoorsy, he, he drinks likes to beer. shave his head. He's, he's a manly man, but so sensitive in the aspect of he knows what it's like having a woman in your life that you need to protect. And I'm not saying women need male protection, but, but it's a security. Well, I think it makes them a lot more aware of, like, how many dangers there are to protect me from. Yeah, and also not to do certain things because it's yeah. scary. Like jogging at night. Perfect example. Yeah. I don't think Matthew would ever cross the street to go talk to a female that yeah. he didn't know. Oh, yeah. Because he knows that's creepy. That's true. But it there's some men in there that will see somebody across the street and just will walk across the street and start talking to them. And for a woman, it's As terrifying. I'm like screaming. Yeah, it's terrifying. I get, we used to live in a society where neighbors would talk to each yeah. other, but when you see somebody that you don't know suddenly start approaching you for no reason that you can think of, yeah. it's terrifying. And now your brother and my brother would never do things like that because they know how terrifying it would be for their sibling to get that. True, true. Yeah. I don't know. I love having an older brother myself. 
Yeah. He's not you. the greatest. He's kind of, eh. Mine's all right. You yeah, know. they're both all right. <laughs> but I think that they're they're good men. Yes. In a general sense. They're not rapey, and that's really all I ask of people <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Dear God. But yeah, and being honest, they're just sensitive, nice men. Mm-hmm. They're just good men. I don't know. I really enjoy both of our brothers significantly. Mm-hmm. <sighs> good stuff, man. Good brotherly love. Heck yeah. I think we should have a brotherly love episode where they come on here and tell uh, us their perspective of having little sisters. That's actually a great idea. I know. I annoy Little queer sisters. <laughs> out of my brother. <laughs> I think that does it for this week's episode. What do we got? Subscribe. To? Us. On? Podbean. Apple. iTunes. Spotify. It's not Apple iTunes, it's Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Apple Podcasts. And Spotify. Spotify. What else do we need them to do? Write a review. Please write a review. Rate us five stars. Absolutely five stars. Tell your siblings about us. That would be really sweet. That was good. Yeah. That was really cute. Mm. Tell everybody about us. Yeah. Bring home queer people and tell your mom and everybody at the dinner table about us. Yeah, it's a good intro. But don't tell my mom about us. <laughs> She'll listen to this and she'll be like, I'm not critical. That little piece of ungrateful. So do all of that except tell my mom. But until then, stay queer.